No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What Show with your host, Simply Bree. Honey, she said what? That is a platform for you ladies. 
where you get on and you address some of the questions and situations and scenarios that men want to know from a woman's perspective. You also must keep it raw and honest, okay? Don't get up here lying now because my host may call you out. And my host is going to be the one and only Alan Newman Jr. He is the lover of chocolate. He loves him some ladies. So you have a platform as well. If you are interested in being a guest, send us an email at info at he said what network.com and we'll go ahead and get you guys booked for the month of, uh, we're in August now, so we're booking, okay, um, but we'll get you on and, and, and let your voice be heard. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and bring up our guest this evening, Mr. Royal Gaines himself, a.k.a. Mr. R.G. Sir, welcome to the show. Thank you, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just so you know, you can inbox me if you want to, but I got jokes. Just, just oh. so you know. <laughs> I got jokes. So you can inbox me if you want to. I'd rather make it, you know, friendly, but I got jokes. That's yeah, hey. hey, that's like stepping foot on somebody's property. You you crossing territory that don't belong to you. Because you don't know what I got in this yard. <laughs> right? Listen, or behind these doors. So, tonight's topic, as you see, we're going to be talking about recognizing your internal and external issues. Do you have any internal or external issues that you are aware of currently? That you like to share. Um, with you. Oh man, I'm I'm a black person in America. Hell, too. Let's. <laughs> what do you want to start at? Probably. <laughs> hey, you know, like I don't walk in fear. I walk in awareness. But knowing that you could leave your crib and never come back, and yeah. you can't tell where you're gonna get it from via street violence, the government, or the police, or just a traffic accident. Yeah, it makes you a little yeah. nervous. It makes you a little nervous. Just a tad. You know. And that's just getting to work or going to the grocery store or simply going out in your front yard. You know, some people have all these internal things happening, internal and external things happening kind of at the same time. Um, uh-huh. I would say it's almost like being the captain of a ship, right? Uh-huh. And I, follow me with this, this chain of thought, right? Okay. The captain is the leader of the whole ship, right? And right. me and you sitting on the deck, we're chilling, you know, we're drinking Jack, and we're like, yeah, this is a great cool that we hear a bump, boom, oh, shit, what's that? Now, the captain comes out and says, yo, hey, man, we got a little problem. We might have to go to the lifeboats. Everything's going to be fine. Enter the boats in an orderly direction. We're going to be like, damn, this fucked up, but he's saving us. Yeah. And the captain run out there and be like, fuck, and he's screaming and he's crying, and you're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. You have to be like the captain of the ship a lot of times when you're the dude because you have to be able to take the scary shit and the normal stuff and keep it all at the same keel because when everyone sees the leader panic, that's when everybody else panics too. And that's Uh kind of what it's like now because I'm seeing everything everybody else is seeing, but I can't freak out because if I lose my sense of what's happening, then I'm not able to properly lead as a leader. So, right. you know what I mean, you got to hold that. So, yeah, I got plenty, but yeah, I got to hold it because, you know, uh-huh. I have to keep my wits about me so I can make the best moves for the people I care for. Right. And isn't that pressure 
all in itself because it's almost like you cannot react the way that you want to react because then if you do so, people are going to look at you as if you are weak. Yeah, that's it's cultural also. Um, it's it's almost acceptable for and I and this is not to take any sexist part or tone. It's okay for women to show emotion. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually embraced. But when a dude shows emotions, he's weak, he's a punk, whatever. So you got to hold that too. You know what I mean? Even you're taught that in some respects as a young man. You know, like you and your sister fell off the bike at the same time. Y'all both leaking, but she crying like a like like she got shot, and I got to get up and brush it off. I'm still leaking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm still just as injured. Yeah. So it's it's a mentality that they have, and it's cool and it's not cool at the same time because it's almost like pressure training. You know, they say pressure burst pipes. If right. you can be calm, cool under pressure, you can handle any situation. But sometimes when you don't have a way to release that pressure, that's what catches up with you, and that's where the issues and the, all the stuff comes. You know, that comes into play later in life. You know what I mean? Because you spent all the time under pressure, but you never had any area or any space to release in. Yeah. And it comes out in many different ways, you know, abusive behavior, reckless behavior, uh-huh. being to the point where you don't want to talk to people or you don't feel like you can communicate because you don't know if there's a safe space where you can be, like, chill or whatever. You know, it right. comes out. Wow. So men, men definitely deal with a lot. And probably more than what we give you guys credit for handling. Um, so, I mean, I love I love to uh, ask, you know, questions and find out how men feel. What are you thinking? Why, why do you think you feel that way? You know, because those are very important questions. Just because you're a man doesn't mean that you're not subject to feeling sad or hurt, you know. You're human. So, um, what what are some type of external issues you think men face um, that women may not be aware of? Oh man, um, personal relationships like exes, baby mamas, um, your bills. You know, mm. you know, we see it all the time, right? Like you get on there, you get the girl where. She got one tooth and some fake hair. She's talking about she wants a $100,000 dude. And and there's a normal guy that's like, yo, that's one less girl I can be next to because I don't have that or whatever. I'm sorry. I just, I'm just the meat cutter at Walmart. I make a decent living, but I can't, can't be next to her because she ain't looking at me. Oh, darn, I'm the post guy. Sorry. I have a stable job and a pension. Nobody want me either. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bye. So it's... It, so you have those pressures. And then, like I said, you're all the social pressures. You get in your car. You, you might get flicked. And you don't know whether you're getting a ticket or getting a chokehold. Right. Or you go to your gig, and you might be the best person at your job, but because they feel some type of way about you, you may get passed over for a promotion. You might mm-hmm. be the first one to get laid off, and you might be the highest producing person there. Right. So, you know, and I don't want, and I don't want to just seem like it's just black dudes. Most men have the same pressures, so it's not just oh, all the black dudes are going through this. Because I've noticed just in general, there's an attack on men and masculinity in general. Right. So anybody can get it at this point in the game, whether you black, white, Mexican, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I I kind of believe there's an attack on masculinity. You know what I mean? They want everybody with tight pants and whatever, whatever, and being on some other stuff. So we ain't going to get into all that, but 
mm-hmm. seems that way. You know. Yeah, that's interesting that you say that, um, and you point it out because I also feel like it doesn't always have to be a black or white type of thing. Like, does that mean okay, uh, a Caucasian man cannot feel or face internal or external issues simply because he's Caucasian and and we have the perception that he's privileged. What if he's not? What if he? What if he grew up getting, um, you know, oodles and noodles, and his mama was getting food stamps and could barely rub two nickels together? We don't know people's struggle. You know, we mm-hmm. can only based off of our own struggle. But I mean, I, that's something that I'm not going to even open up because I know that can just go down the rabbit hole, and we don't have that amount of time to go down the rabbit hole. No. Topic that we need to stick to, but it is very important. Yeah, I just that wanted to open it up to make sure that everyone knows that it's not just mm-hmm. us. You know what I mean? We're a global community in that respect. Everybody's catching right. the fade right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, we all taking an L for the United States right now. So now let me ask you this: What are some things that women should know, um, like when she's in a relationship with a guy who is emotionally? Unavailable. Why might he be emotionally unavailable? Oh man, it could be so many things. That's a whole show in itself. But um, I'll just touch on some things that that I've dealt with. It could be trust, uh-huh. and I don't mean like, oh, she about to go cheat on me. It's like when I say what I'm gonna say, how is it going to be received? Right. You know, you like, man, yo, I just had a hard day at work. I'm so depressed, and then your wife be like, stop playing fool. <laughs> Was a turkey? He's like, damn, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Because she might not even know how to receive your pain. You like, well, I'll never do that again. Whew. Right. I'm gonna find my respect. I think somebody kicked out in the driveway, so I'm gonna go find that respect. You know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It happens. You know. You like because you know that. Um, man, so much, so much stuff. Um. People, dudes that just simply don't know how to deal with their emotions. It's so many people. They're stoic because that's the only way they know how. Um, and I don't, I'm not a big fan of him, but Steve Harvey kind of had coined this right. He said a lot of dudes are not emotional. They show you with their actions. Uh-huh. And then a lot of times that's because they have a disconnect with their feelings. They can only show you through their actions what their words don't really have the, the power to say. Right. Cause I'm still like that to this day. I'm like, my wife asked me like, why don't you get, why, why don't you ever buy me flowers? I'm like, why the hell would I do that when I get you an Apple Watch? That shit's gonna last forever. I can put my face on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using some shit that's gonna last forever. So you yeah, yeah, you'll always remember me with this Apple Watch. Them flowers be dead in the week. You know, just on even on that level. You know, we don't see the symbolism in the flower and what it means. We like. Hell, am I spending fifty five hundred dollars for something going down today? Like right on yeah. the surface. I'm gonna take a picture with this camera phone of some flowers, and I'm gonna give you the camera phone. You had that forever. You good? Right. Oh my gosh! You know, I, that's interesting because I am always told that men are very basic, and I get it. I understand it. I've learned myself. Like, so my son, um, engineer Mo. You know, one day I uh, asked him, I said, hey, what do, you want, what do you want me to make for dinner? Now, me being a woman, I was expecting him to tell me something, right? Spaghetti, whatever. <laughs> right? He said, uh, 
Um, I mean, I don't know. Whatever you whatever you make, I'll I'll eat it. No, like yeah. damn. That's exactly yeah. what I'm told all the time. Like men are basic, like very standard. And he just showed it to me and I was like, I had an aha moment. And it all falls back to listening to the show, having conversations with men that men are that you're just that easy to please. Like he's like, I'm not gonna sit here and be like Parmesan, Alfred Alfredo. He's like, Whatever you make, I'll eat it. It doesn't matter. But it does backfire on you women a lot. Let me tell you why, right? Mm-hmm. Because this happens in many relationships, and it happens in the dating phase where mm-hmm. dinner turns into a cluster and it turns into a, a level of stress that you don't want to deal with. So mm-hmm. you just rather not eat anything. Hey, let's go out to eat. What you want to eat, hun? I don't know, babe. Let's go to Chipotle. Oh, honey, I don't like Chipotle. Chipotle gives me heartburn. All right, well, let's go to Taco Bell. Oh, Taco Bell's too cheap. Okay, well, let's go to... No, let's go to Spago's. Oh, Spago's, I don't feel like snails today. I'm hungry. What you want to eat? Dude, that is nuts. (laughs) So a lot of us are just like, you know what? Whatever you feel like eating, let me know. I'll drive you there. Fuck, take my debit card because I'm never doing this again. (laughs) (laughs) And then they'd be like, why you ain't picking nothing to eat? Because I just listed most of the stuff on the Eastern Seaboard and you don't want none of it. I don't know what else to eat. I'm about to go in here and get this Hot Pocket and then you can tell me what you want after I get done eating. Not the hot pocket. Oh, yeah, so you got you women bring that one on yourself because y'all don't be knowing what y'all want to eat, and then y'all have us list like everything on the Google search, and y'all don't want none of it. Right. So that's just like you say. Some men, you know, they they get irritated with women because women expect men, women expect to be able to have the conversations with men like they do with their girlfriends, and men aren't around for it. Like, they really are not interested in these type of conversations. Like, they'll ask you, how was your day? And, you know, however you respond, that's how you respond. But they're not going to sit here and be like, oh, so what did she say? Really? Oh, my God. How did that make you? They're not going to go that deep into it. They're just going to touch the bare surface. How was your day? No, no. I have to disagree. I have to respectfully disagree with you, right? Okay. What we don't like is repetitive conversations, right? So mm-hmm. if you tell me the first day you went to work, it was this girl at work, she was ratchet, and she getting on your nerves, and you might slap that whatever, you're like, cool. But then you come back the next week, oh, she cool, we went to lunch. What? <laughs> and then you come right back, and like, oh, let me get on my nerves. And you like, didn't I tell you to leave it alone the first place? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's monotony. And you're like, yo, I can't do this because this is crazy. Because a yeah. dude is like, if a dude don't mess with another dude, he's just not going to speak to him. He's just going to leave him alone. Mm-hmm. He's not going to keep going back and forth with this person trying to redo something that wasn't there in the first place. It's just done, though. Right. But women have this incredible capability of having this level of forgiveness and flexibility that men are not wired for. Right. We don't like you. We just don't fuck with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay. So, so it's usually the repetitive nature of you guys' relationships that drive us nuts. Gotcha. Oh, I picked up Judy, and once again, she ain't had no gas money. You knew that bitch was broke the fifth time you took her to the market. <laughs> Why are you putting in your car and complaining to me about gas money? And then you look right. at me like, like I'm the one that's supposed to give you the gas money because your friend was broke. Yeah, we Judy. don't need that. Yeah. yeah. Is a big booty Judy at least? I apparently, if you don't got money to go to the grocery store, you ain't eating that well. So your booty might not be that big. 
Okay. So seeing how, okay, so situations like that are very easy for men to handle. What type of situations may be harder for men to handle and why? Oh, man. Um, I'll, I'll say this, like, things like, think of a personal nature, like molestation, um, yeah. even having two women. You know, you call yourself going out having fun, and now you got two women in your ear, and you're like, shit, what do I do now? Because, you know, men don't turn shit down, but they don't know how to turn shit off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it, yeah, it sounds good in your head until you're really to your in You know, literally. Yeah. Yeah, until the situation gets out of your hand, then you're like, oh, shit. Now they both want my time? I ain't trying to call it, you know. So there's a lot of things that, you know what I mean, and you're like, you know who you, you know who you, who you, you know, you know who you're with. But now you have this other person that kind of needs your time too because you've committed, overextended yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Okay. But what you gonna do? Go home and say, "Hey, girl, guess what happened to me? You'll never guess what happened. Uh, I started dating this other girl, and she want my time too. What should I do? Stab, stab, stab. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Stab. Right. Oh. Stab. Right. That's what's gonna happen too. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a lot of complex. You know, dudes are way more complex than we get. The women give us credit for because when we start talking on this women, they're looking at us like, "Who are you? What do you do with my man that just wants right. to have sex and watch TV all day?" Mm-hmm. We're not. You know, I mean, it's almost like we're different. Almost like we're treated like different people when we open up our minds and our hearts. Yeah. On some levels, because women are not used to it. Right. Yeah. 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 That's true. So. Hmm. Do men deal with body shaming? Um, uh, how do I say this? Not sound like that guy. Old oh, I need to sound like that guy. Okay, old school dudes don't care because if you got game, it don't matter what you look like. As big, mm-hmm. it don't matter. Oh, yeah, these new dudes are a little more conscious of their body and their looks. That I would say, people of my age, yeah, we don't mind looking good, but we don't get fucking in the way. Because we yeah. know what we know, we're capable of. So mm-hmm. I would say the younger generation more than the newer generation. Gotcha. You know, and that just and that's just from my perspective. I don't have the whole thing. I can just tell you know, you know. So take that with a grain of salt. Gotcha. Um, because dude, I look like, hey man, you know, you get a little fat there, bro. It's like, what are you looking <laughs> at me for, man? You staring at my face? Or you tripping? He's looking at my ass. You know, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> You know, a girl's like, oh, you look beautiful. I like your curves. Man, you say that to the right dude, y'all going to be rolling on the ground. Because we're not built for that. we not, you know what I mean? And I say, now, it depends on the situation, of course. Because, you know, you have some people have a turn of lifestyle. They can kick it like that. Yeah. Most heterosexual dudes don't chop it like that. Right. And that makes sense. But you know what? Let's, let's, let's present that to the listeners and see if we can get someone to call in and comment on that. Um, give us a call, 515-602-9647. Do, are you comfortable or do you feel that there will ever be a level of comfort for a um, heterosexual male to pay a, a physical compliment to another heterosexual male and it be okay? 515. Well, you know, like, hey, man, your suit looks great. It's cool. Hey, man. Okay. I like the way your muscles fit yeah. in that vest. Yo, wait a minute. So, yeah. I got to clarify. 
415-602-9647. We were talking about the, um, you know, the men wear yoga pants. And uh, kind of got a a, a collective no answer, Um, but that's fine. That's fine. I I was always interested in you know if men go through body shaming. So, do men view other men as competition? Uh, yeah, but it's like, dang. Because I tell you yesterday, like the dude that I called Bing Range yesterday on the show. I was like, what the hell with that guy? That guy looks yeah. bouncer. And like, that guy looks like he's sculpted. Like, yo, so yeah. me and him in the club, unless you just like middle-aged, like kind of fat guys, I'm your guy. But most likely, you're going to go with that guy first. <laughs> I'm the guy at the end of the night. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just what it is. You know? <laughs> Yeah. I mean that that's just true, but it's not like oh man, I'm hating on him. But yeah, you know, you know when you you know when your numbers up. You know what I'm saying? Oh <laughs> my know. gosh! Like, hey man, my credit might be better though. You know what I mean? I might be able to get you that down payment on that whip beforehand. But yeah, he he, he got the he got the initial look in the glass. You know what I mean? I'm gonna oh. puppy in the back page. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. Like, oh, he all right, we'll take him because all the other good puppies are gone. You know what I'm saying? That's, 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 wow, that's that's hilarious. It's actually, it's funny, though, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of truth to that because men, um, you know, it's interesting. Women always come across guys who will hit us with the, oh, let me guess, you want a thug, huh? You want you want a drug? He's <laughs> like, wait, what? Why can't I have a preference? Like, why? Like, why do why do uh, they, why do they go to that? Like, I hate that. Okay, so, and I say this because I kind of experienced it, right? All through high school, I was a normal kid. I had to be in before the streetlights. I had a mom and dad, fence and the dog, right? Uh huh. And. I was always last on everyone's list because I wasn't the flashy dude. I was just a nice guy. And everybody you see, either they were athlete, they was rolling, or they were just beating people up. It was, it was, and you were usually like the last to get picked. Like, you know, it's almost like I picked Jimmy. You know, like almost like it's a pickup game. And you were usually one of the last one. If you didn't have that clout, that clout aspect or something about you, you wouldn't get picked. And mm-hmm. usually you don't get the second look until everybody graduated and they got four or five kids. Then, oh, man, you was the one that got away. Okay, so now I get the half version of you, but I don't get the new version of you, and I'm supposed to take care of all the baggage that you had in the beginning? Mm-hmm. It happens. You know, so a lot of times it's not really because the dudes are hating. It's truth. Even if you listen to old rap music, man, they talk about it. Oh, back in the day you have to have a car there, and then it went from having a car to a job. Then you had to have not a regular car, a big car. Now you right. have a big house. Now you have chains. So it's almost like an arms race where you're almost like, if you're a normal dude, you're constantly under the scrutiny of these things if you find those things important. That's the key phrase, if you find those things important. These things right. would be a hindrance. And it would make you feel like everyone that you think is awesome is going to want those things. Because, Bree, all right, check it out, right? And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm using you as an example, right? Mm-hmm. You are a very attractive, independent woman that lives on their own. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's just say I work at White Castle, right? <laughs> Got to set the gig. 
and I got money, but I take the bus. Okay. And I'm like, yo, she fly. But, yo, I do smell like grilled onions. I don't even know if I can use scepter. <laughs> you won't have that moment of pause. Yeah, and it ain't about games. You, you, you presentation. Just like my man was looking like Ben Diesel, and I look like Homer Simpson. You know, there. You're going to look at Ben Diesel first. Listen, you know what I'm um, just, Ezel, he's talking about you, Ezel. <laughs> I'm just saying, that looked amazing. I'm like, damn, I need to do the push-ups now. You're going to be having your push-ups. He said I look like Homer Simpson. <laughs> 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 you are a fool, yo. I can't help it. No, um, but, you, but you get what I'm getting at. I don't say that yeah. in any way, shape, or form. But, you know, it's just it's the appearances. You know what I mean? So you're going to have that moment of pause. Because one thing I dealt with when I was younger even though I had three jobs and I was working and I was going to school, I felt like I didn't have anything to offer women because mm-hmm. I wasn't established. And it made it really hard to make any commitment to anybody because I was like, well, yo, I barely, I can't even take care of myself. How the hell am I going to take care of this beautiful woman that's going to expect me to have things and be able to expect me to protect her? Right. And that's a thing. Mm. So it doesn't necessarily, so the materials, um, the materials are like extra trinkets to make the rest of the entire package shine. Um, And see, I have a couple of girlfriends who we're like, listen, we can care less about your materials. Like, what do you bring to the table? Are you stable? Where are you mentally? Where are you spiritually? <laughs> you hold a conversation. Like, Ooh, can you spell? Can you spell? Like, do you know the difference in the spelling, the grammatical difference with there, there, and there? Like, can you, you know what I'm saying? We pay attention to the little stuff. Um, look, uh, Izo said, uh, you're hilarious. He <laughs> must have heard the whole person the Homer Simpson. Yeah, yeah. and like, I tell Sam, you already know I'm just messing with you because he's a great dude, so I don't want to think I'm trying to hate on him and wake up for him. No, he gets it. He's cool. He's cool, people. Right. Um, yeah. So, but, you know, those, those are the things that us women pay attention to. So it's only when dudes shoot themselves in the foot or just are not able to accept rejection. That's when it becomes a problem because now – you're trying to make me feel bad for having a preference. That's what that's my entitlement. Like I can do that. Just because you're not my preference doesn't mean that I'm wrong for wanting what I want. But you gotta understand, shooters are gonna shoot. Anybody who's this who's gonna boldly walk up on you, you're probably the fifth girl that day. Shooters gonna shoot. Mm-hmm. So they are already cool with rejection. They know if they keep talking to you long enough, you're gonna break. Yeah. I'm telling you, most dudes are going to just fly out and be like, yo, girl, what up? They've been hollering all day. You know what I'm saying? they like Will Smith, man. You know, you must be wearing track shoes because you run through my mind all day. That's them guys. Uh, That's what they do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> wow. So, so mm, I tell you. we got to do But better. you're different, though, Bree. And I say that with all due respect. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's hard to distinguish. Because all y'all look great at the same time. We don't know which one of y'all spiritual and which one of y'all ratchet until we until y'all open up your mouth. Right. And I don't mean that in a ratchet way. I mean that in a, like a real normal way. So what do you do when you don't have an opening line and you don't know how a lady cut? You go at one lady like, yo, yo, baby. She looks at you like, I speak English. My bad. Then you go at somebody and be like, 
Hello, ma'am. How are you today? Oh, you talk white. <laughs> right. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's no manual. And, you know, yeah. since everyone's got nuance, we don't know that until we get to know you. Right. Especially when it comes to situations like that. Right. How am I supposed to know that you're a spiritual person that actually cares about me speaking proper English? Mm. I don't know that. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's where time and space becomes so infinite because there's so many combinations of people, you never know how people are cut right. until you get to know them. Right. Mm. Well, what we're going to do is we are going to take a quick break. The number is 515-602-9647. If you have something to say, go ahead and give us a call and press that number one. That way we'll know that you have something to say and we will bring you up. We're going to take a quick break. The song that we are getting ready to play is I Want a Ball, and this is by Guap Up Speedy. Uh, he was just our guest this evening on Studio Vibe. So you guys check him out. Follow him on Instagram, social media, all of those good places. And um, we'll be right back, guys. Never fall out over bras. I want a 
goes into he said what? What? <laughs> With Love your host, Simply Breathe. Tonight we have RG in the building, and we're talking about recognizing your internal and your external issues. Now, the track that you just heard was I Want a Ball, and that's by Guap Up Speedy. You guys can find him on Instagram, um, Guap Up Speedy, just the way it sounds, G-W-O-P-P-E-D-U-P-S-P-E-E-D-Y, Guap Up Speedy. Thank you so much for that track. Now, we actually yeah. have... Do get slow, um, by the way. Yes! Yeah, he got, he got slow to him. I'm like, go ahead, bro. Listen, I was talking to him. I was like, oh, you're going to make me extend the show from 15 minutes at least to 25 because you've got more to say and you've got some music. So he'll be back April the 20th. Um, but we actually have um, a listener who uh, had either something to ask or something to say, so we're going to go ahead and bring them up. Listener, you are live. What's your name, and do you have a question or do you have a comment? Hi, how y'all doing? Um, I'm Ezell Moore. And uh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I got some comments. My first comment is this. All right, hey, uh, RG, guess what? What's happening, fam? We're, fa- we're friends now. I just want you to know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I ain't roasting you, bro. You know, I love you, man. It's just, it's just funny as hell. I was like, oh, dude, y'all to pull out the big guns. There's no way I can do no push up like this guy. Hey, hey, look, when you said that, I ain't going to lie to you. You actually boosted my confidence. Just for what I was like, oh, bro, thank you, man. Like, I've been working. Like, I'm crying. <laughs> oh, man, oh, I appreciate man. it, bro. Man, because, yo, it's real talk, man. It's all love. I was like, wow. It's like, damn. Yeah, bro. I'm glad she chose us for the show because I, I never would have been no push up real like that. Yeah. yeah. You are hilarious. Well, this goes to show that, you know, men can give compliments to other men and it not be anything in between. So, awesome. yeah, man. Yeah, man. My, my guy provided me confidence in life. I was like, yeah, I'm going, definitely going back to the gym today. Because, uh, <laughs> look, look, every time. Because I'll be like, yo, I think I'm I think I'm think somebody in it. I will. I really, you know, I'll stay humble with it, but it's like when I. You know, because you get into the gym, you see other people, and they will humble you immediately. Like, yo, fam, like, I think I, I feel like I'm, like, a decent. Nah, I ain't even with this guy. And then you go on Instagram, and you see all of it. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, bro. It's like, it's, it's crazy. But anyway, what's the, the topic for tonight is what again? Relationships? So, we're, well, we're actually, we're talking about recognizing your internal and external issues. And so um, that fell along the lines of, are men able to um, how, how how do men deal with body shaming, but also do men view other men as competition? Mm. Honestly, I I view everybody as like as inspiration inside inside of some different form of life, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like somebody might you know there's somebody out there that's like more philanthropic than me, and so I'm like, oh man, like I'm taking that as a as an inspiration to like you know, do more philanthropy or like there's somebody that that squats more. All right, well I'm taking that as inspiration to, you know what I'm saying, squat even even more, you know what I'm saying? Rather than viewing people as competition, I try to like I try to go into um a different route with it, you know. Right. Because, uh I feel like I feel like that's uh, that's not something that's really been instilled in us. 
You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? From from the from the jump, we've always been taught like you know, hey, like you know, to hold your own, but in a manner to where like someone somewhat way more selfish and like you know, exclude other people and whoop de whoop, right? When really mm-hmm. it's like when really it's like you know, it's, it's enough out here for all of us to succeed. And if we mm-hmm. really gave each other the necessary lessons that that we need, you know what I'm saying, and in a manner to where like the person can receive it, we all actually could succeed, you know. But yeah. I don't. I, that's that's a that's what that's how I live my life, you know what I'm saying. That's how I, what I try to pass on. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I feel like you know not not a competition, right? But that's for me. I know for a fact though that I mean I got friends that everything is a competition. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would literally look at him and be like, yo, like, yo, I, I promise, yo, like, you got it. And it's like, nah, fam, you got it. Like, yo, I, <laughs> I just, I promise I don't. Like, I'm just chilling. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah, that, yeah. and it's, and it's, it's very true because I feel like if we were able to, uplift each other more than we did putting them down we would be so much further in life we all would be more successful and and it's unfortunate because you see it when it comes to musicians you know sometimes your hometown doesn't even have your back like you have to get the support from people who don't even know you and that's unfortunate but that's usually how it works so that's why when they make it big, they don't really mention too much about hometown. You know, mm-hmm. they really point out the people who had their back. But outside of that, nah, Mm-mm. we're not doing it. So. No, I, I feel you on that one, especially because um, it's 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 a weird thing, really finding the comfort that you find in strangers. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, especially. We're taught at the young age they not to talk to strangers, but like you know, strangers are the ones that have given me the most support that I've ever gotten when it comes to me pursuing my own like dreams and personal goals. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's 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 different, you know. Um, yeah. And then when you touch on when you talk about rappers and, and that and that rapper lifestyle, like you know, knowing so many people that have come from so many different like areas. Uh-huh. And uh, you know who who can look at who can look to there and say I mean only these people really held me down but you know like I still want to go back and show love to the city that I'm from it I feel like it speaks to the to the character and like you know what I'm saying the bridges that they try to build for like those that are coming behind them as well. Uh huh. Yeah, I agree. Well, what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna. I do have some more questions for RG, but before I let you get off this phone, Ezel. Go ahead and shout out how people can reach out to you because you too, you do interviews. You are an entrepreneur, a magnificent person. I please, please, please let people know how they can find you and what you have going on. Uh, most definitely. Uh, well, I'm Eza Moon, um, and I like, like I said, I do interviews, and you can find me at Eza Moon underscore on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, me and RJ are friends. Oh. I want I want the world to know that because he gives me yes. confidence and I appreciate that. No, <laughs> uh, oh, no problem, brother. See, see, make it come to each other. But see, I ain't saying nothing crazy about his anatomy. That's gonna get me slapped. See, we give me compliment each other. <laughs> I love it. But, uh, but yeah, that's how they can find me. And uh, if y'all need me for anything, just let me know. All right. Thank you so much for checking in with us, sir. You have a good night. Yeah, I'm following you, homie. So, uh, yeah, I'll inbox mm-hmm. you. We can, uh, we can chop it up. 
Bet that. All right. So, all right, Archie, I do have um, another question because it it goes to, it really speaks on the men who may be considered timid or non-competitive. How might they be overlooked when it comes to society? Well, you know how it goes. They say the squeaky the squeaky wheel gets the oil. It's mm-hmm. it's like that in life. Um and so it's unfortunate but that's just the nature of the beast. So flashier guy is probably gonna get the more attention because he's making the most noise, but he may not be the most compatible to you. He may just be the one that caught your attention. So it's it's a vetting life is a vetting process on all levels, whether it's mm-hmm. dating or whatever. And mm-hmm. you're always trying to sift through all the BS to find out who the person kind of is because mm-hmm. we're all evolving and changing as we're trying to figure out who we're going to be with. Mm. So. I like it. I like it. Um, squeaky wheel always gets the oil, that's for sure. Um, and, and, I mean, sometimes you have people who that's just, they're non-aggressive and they're okay mm-hmm. with that. And there's women out there who enjoy men who are non-aggressive because you may have a woman that's aggressive, so it kind of balances out. Um, I can't see myself as someone who's non-aggressive, but, I mean, do I want a man who's like Ike Turner? No. Um, Yeah, yeah, you got to even that out. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to wear turtlenecks for the rest of your life. I would advise you to uh, (laughs) choose (laughs) wisely. Just a second. (laughs) Got to be careful. Oh my gosh! Let me get you off this mic. Uh, so, what, so let me let me ask you this: what What are some things that you just wish women had more patience for? Wow, that's a heck of a question. Um, I guess patience for simple guys. Hmm. I wish they had patience for simple guys because many people, and I'm not just saying, I'm not just going to say this for women only, but a lot of people walk into these things with these fantasies and they don't give themselves any nuance for simple people because sometimes uh-huh. it's like it's easier to start with a blank slate and then paint the picture versus coming in with a Picasso and then trying to put a smiley face on it. Right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I would say sometimes having patience for simpler people because sometimes I feel like people are looking for Mr. Right and looks to Mr. Right now and they're not trying to build with who could be Mr. Right. Okay, okay. So we both come up together. We both work together. We even each other out because of our temperaments and the way we see the world. Mm-hmm. And we finally get to that place. It don't happen on day one where all of a sudden we're in Paris and we're tearing the town up. No, right. we start from a start from an even ground somewhere and then we work our way. So, because everything that's in your head may not be meant for you, and mm-hmm. vice versa. So, God, that might be the perfect blend that you're missing. Right. Patience now, for now, the interesting thing too is men resolve conflict differently. And women. Mm-hmm. So, how might a man's resolution to conflict differ from a woman's? Because you know, women 
we tend to put a little bit more emotional emotions behind it versus men it's just I need to fix this and that's it. So how 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 play? Well, most dudes, if they care about you, they're probably not gonna go back and forth with you, which drives you guys nuts by the way. And yeah. it's because you're making us mad. We don't want to show any type of aggression towards you, so we'd rather walk away and defuse it and leave you mad versus going left because mm-hmm. dudes are physical. So if a dude doesn't get out of your face, it's going to be some furniture moving, but that's your, that's your lady. That's the love of your life. So you're trying to defuse it like you would a guy, and you don't have the words. She got like the thesaurus, dictionary, and she got like Siri on, on standby. She got mad words for you like I'm saying, though. I'm saying though, but uh, you left the toilet seat up. You don't got the words to really go back at her, so you like trying to get away from it because you don't know mm-hmm. what to say. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's okay if a guy walks away from you. It's not like he doesn't care. He may not have the words to really address you without it sounding fucked up. Because right. I've tried that and it don't work. You know, you call yourself trying to say what you feel and it's serious and shit. A hell of a lot worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. have myself with these little. Some terrific ill, being honest. <laughs> right. Yeah, no. Instead of just walking away. Sometimes that that's all you can do is walk away. Because whether you say something or not, depending on the other person, it can quickly escalate to a level and you're just sitting there like, How the hell did we get here? Like, what happened? So Well, I will say this. I thought about it. It's not about not being truthful. It's the timing of the truth. And that's usually what changes the complexity of the room. Okay. Because everybody wants honesty, but sometimes you got to let that thing die down before you go in and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I may let the toilet seat up, but you got a bad weed. <laughs> not the wrong time, dog. Wrong time. <laughs> Tell her later. Not right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got you to balance that thing out. So I don't think he ever needs to say that. I'm just saying, I'll give you an example. Yeah. You said I'm about to stab that. Talking about Teller later. I'm just saying, you know, let's see, it was like, how do you think my hair looks? It's all right. Mm. (laughs) Versus, you know, saying it angrily, you know. Gotcha. Just have a snicker moment. Okay. Yeah. Um, Now, as a man, is conflict ever, like, are you ever okay with conflict? like without finding some type of resolution to it, just you as an individual? No, I'm not here for the nonsense. Uh, I, if you ask my wife, I don't argue very much. Most time I look at you like you're crazy. I just stop talking to you. Because I'm like, I wait mm-hmm. till you get your mind right, and then we'll have a better conversation. Because okay. I know how I am. There's nothing I'm going to say that's going to be constructive once I get past a certain point of irritation. It's going to be all hellfire and brimstone, and I can't take none of that stuff back. So I'm just going to leave you alone. So that's just for me. You know what I mean? I feel like cooler heads prevail. Let me not say something I can't take back. Right. Whether I'm right or wrong. That's that's a good way to look at it. Like, just cool down. Just cool down and um, circle back around and have a conversation at that point when both parties are on chill mode. So Yeah, because for me personally, I get I used to get mad easily. I've I've balanced mm-hmm. out maybe I've gotten older or more mature, but I used to go from zero to like 
serial psycho, like easily. Oh. Like, people got on my nerves. It was it was only popping. And and it got to my health. So I had to figure out how to get a grip. Yeah. So I come from a different bag where I did let things get to me to the point where I was taking like antacids at 18 years old because I was what? either going to fight or cuss you out. And I was super calm, but I was raging on the inside. You know what I'm saying? Still mm-hmm. captain of the ship still. So I had to come at life a different way or hell, I'd already be like on some hypertension type stuff. Wow. Yeah, when your health plays a role, it's really time to calm down because nothing is really worth, it's not worth it. Like, you know, illness, because I believe, you know, a lot of illnesses develop when you are at your weakest moment. And that's when Mm -hmm. you are pissed the hell off. You know, you open yourself Mm -hmm. up. Now, how do you... So I think I already know the answer to this question. How do you resolve um, or even just handle handle disagreements and and issues? I'm assuming you just take a chill pill, you come back, and you talk about it later on when the both of you or you and whoever are. Yeah, well, it depends on the relationship I have with you. Like I'm more kid glove when it comes to my spouse. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm more willing to talk it out when it comes to, like, my friends. Because I feel like, you know what I mean, we have a different relationship from – I have a different bond from my friends to my spouse. So I feel like, yeah, we can disagree, fam, but you're never going to stop being my friend until you tell me we, you're not my friend anymore. So we can talk this out and figure this thing out. So mm-hmm. I, I come – I have two different kind of changes versus my relationship versus my actual love life. You know what I'm saying? It's a, It's a little bit different. So if me and you were disagreeing, I, I'm more prone to listen to you and try to hear it all the way through because you might be seeing something I'm not. Right. And then I'd rather would talk it out with you. Then if it gets to the point where you get on my nerves, I just won't. I'll let you go for a couple of days and come back to you. <laughs> so right. I'm more yeah. to hear you yeah. And on that level, you know. But the relationship is so much more deeper. And, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and I, you know, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say it like one thing is not more important than the other, but there has to be a level of intimacy where you have to still have some level of softness to your words when you plan on spending the rest of your life with somebody, versus somebody you gonna you know you you, chop, you know you chop it up with every day. It's a it's got to be a a line between that. Mm-hmm. If you feel what I'm saying. Gotcha. Okay. Now, how does how do things differ when it comes to the relationship at work? Oh, I'm about to bag. So if you're not talking about getting this money. We, I don't, I don't have time for you. Yeah, we can have fun and chop it up, but we are here to get this money. And mm-hmm. you get on some nonsense, you can go talk that over with HR because I'm here trying to get money. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not talking about this money, we don't really have anything to vibe with. Don't get me wrong, I got some dogs like Mike. One Mike, uh-huh. um, I met him while at work, and that's one of my bros. But he's not, he's like me. We here to get this money first, and then we'll chop it up on the backside. But if you about that, if you're not about that money life when you at work, then mm-hmm. I, I, we 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 can't relate. So I, it's like you, it's like Charlie Brown voice in my head. Well, <laughs> yeah, money. yeah. Yeah, I'm not arguing with you while I'm getting paid. You crazy? Yeah, no. You can never let anything come in front of the money. Like it just doesn't it doesn't work that way. Yeah, let's go in here to the HR and let's hug it out and then let's go take our ass back to work because I'm not right. here to hear you right now. I'm trying to get the money. 
Right, know? exactly. We're not here to build to build friendships. You're here to Yeah, if we happen to get cool if we happen to get cool while the money is being made, cool, but no, I'm not about to argue with you. Were you crazy? I got yeah. DT, dude. You tripping. <laughs> okay. My last question. Um, yeah. How can women help men resolve any problem without being combative or overwhelming? That's a case-by-case basis. I can't just generalize and say, do this, this works for your guy. I would just say try to develop a level of understanding because no two dudes are the same. And mm-hmm. one thing that drives me nuts is I always hear one person do a fix-all for everybody. You know your guy. So all you ladies out here, you know your guy. You know when he's at rest. You know when he's relaxed. And mm-hmm. you have to like find that one thing because there is no one thing that all guys are cool with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's just going to take a level of learning the person you choose to be with. Right. So I don't have a one answer fix all, to be totally honest. Mm. It's kind of not. You know, you know because okay. I, mean? I even little John's got to have a day off. He ain't high for you all the time. So if you a woman, <laughs> you got to find that day where he ain't crunk. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to holler at him. Oh, my gosh. So, Catch him when he down. Catch him when he down. Yeah, yeah. Catch mm. him when, the, when he got a crunk juice. He's going to the store to get some more. That might be the time to talk to him. You know what I mean? You know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, well, go ahead and let people know how can they reach out to you? How can they um support what you got going on and how can they find you online? Oh, thank you kindly. Uh name's Royal Gaines. Um you can find me on Twitter under the name Royal Gaines. Me and my children rerun a video game channel called Forty and Still Gaming. Uh, we also have a website called www.fortystillgaming.com. We pretty much mm-hmm. live stream video games and celebrate life and family, and as long as you're a decent person, you can be down with us. Please hit us up on any other various forms of media like Instagram, which is um, RG26116, and we like to chop it up and have fun. That's it. It's, and there's nothing more to it. And you can always catch me on um, Breeze Network mm-hmm. at Simply Sports with, with on one mic and, of course, Breeze, because mm-hmm. that's pretty much all I do is work and um, entertain and have fun with my friends. That's That's what yeah. we're about. That's what it's all about. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on and being a guest this evening. It was always a pleasure, you know, kicking it with my bro in the lab. And um, I enjoyed it. So I appreciate you. Let me go ahead and give you a round of applause, sir, because you deserve it. (laughs) And uh, so what we're going to do, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. He said, what? I am your host, Simply Bree. You can find me all over social media um, at Simply Bree, S-I-M-P-L-E-E, and then Bree, B-R-E-E. And um, check out the website, he said, whatnetwork.com, or you can check out my website, simplybree.com. Um like I said, in March, we are kicking off She Said What? Yeah, She Said What? And ladies, this is a platform for you. So if you want to be heard, if you want to tackle some questions that will be presented by our host, Alan Newman Jr., please send us an email at info 
at hesaidwhatnetwork.com, and we will give you the details on how you can get yourself booked. Please make sure you also check in every Tuesday evening starting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Studio Vibes, where I will have one of the hottest independent artists. We're going to be playing three of their top tracks and getting to know them in between each track, so you don't want to miss that. And then every Monday, we have Simply Sports with myself, RG, and One Mike. And we're going over sports, but we also have a little chit-chatter at the same time. It's not your average sports show. I promise you that. So before we go, this song that I'm going to play is by Saren Joy. Um, and Saren is actually a artist out of Akron, Ohio, home of LeBron James. And um, check her out on Instagram, Saren Joy Music. She's also in um, American Idol. She is, uh, I haven't seen her yet. I think she's going to be either in this episode or the last episode. But this is, um, I believe, the fourth season of American Idol. And she has made it up there. So you guys look out for her. This song that we're getting ready to play, I absolutely love this song. It's called Pull Up. You guys, let us know what you think. Hit me up online. And um, you guys have a good evening. Good night. You've been on games for a minute. Never been the type to be tripping. Boy, you know I'm independent. Any money that I make, I can send and replenish. Always held it down. You said your little words on the side with a smile. Been at it for a while. When it comes to you, I don't play around You talk your shit, I like that about you But why you keep teasing? Could've been getting pleasing Give me one reason Why I shouldn't feel the way I do About you, baby